everyone, and welcome to issue number 129 of the Backyard Funky Podcast. Tonight we're talking current events. We're talking about the first episode of the new DCCW edition, Black Lightning. And Black we'll, Lightning. We'll, we'll end the episode talking, discussing the newest team-up movie, Harley the Quinn. The hypest crossover of all time. Harley Quinn, <laughs> Bucky Barnes, I, Tanya. Yeah, this battle's about to explode. Before we dive into these subjects, let's see who's joining us this week. As always, we have Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. TV's Casey. Yo. Really? That's I it? it? Yeah, I got it. Yo. Wow. Uh, the Backcountry himself, Sergio. Welcome, everybody, to the best damn podcast in the world. Thank you, everybody, listening everywhere. You can get a podcast. Thank you for supporting us. We do this for fun. We do it for you, and we do it because we like it. Uh, and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Gentlemen, what happened this week so far? So we finally got a, not, not a trailer, but a synopsis of what's going to happen with the uh, Han Solo movie, just aptly named Solo, Star Wars Story. Um, and just straight from the one paragraph on StarWars.com, board the Millennium Falcon a journey to a galaxy far, far away in Solo, a Star Wars Story. An all-new adventure with the most beloved scoundrel in the galaxy. Kanan Jarrus. <laughs> He's not a scoundrel, though. He is not a scoundrel. Fair. fair. Um, Greedo. Uh, maybe. Through a series of daring escapes deeper than a dark and dangerous criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his, main, his mighty future co-pilot Chewbacca and encounters the notorious gambler Lando Carilzian in a journey that will set the course of one of the Star Wars saga's most unlikely heroes. Um... So, like I said before, I'm kind of excited, but it's not a story we were asking for. But at the same time, no one asked for Rogue One, and it still was really good. Yeah, but I, I think that that's a big difference because, like, no one asked for Rogue One at all. But the story premise of Rogue One, it's a lot more interesting than Han Solo, I would argue. And and ju- just a little sidebar, it was so funny. At, at work, when our, uh, our our trending person was was doing the trending and stuff like that, she made it seem like this movie w- was about Han Solo meeting up with Chewbacca. So, when I talked to the producer, I was like, hey, not to be a Star Wars nerd, but... Uh, <laughs> that's wrong. Not to be a Star Wars nerd, but that's not what this is about. And she was like, oh, it's it's like... like I was like, oh, like what did we say? I was like, oh, she made it seem like this movie is about Han Solo meeting Chewie. That's, it's about Han Solo, not... not she goes, oh, that's just like a side story. I'm like, yeah, that's just a part of the movie. She was like, okay, we'll fix it. <laughs> did, did they, though? Not did to be they? that guy. Yeah, they, they did. Like, okay. They made her like, re, like redo it. It was the funniest thing. Yeah. That's quality news for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of all those checks and balances. But uh, yeah, I mean, I see a lot of people on Twitter like, oh, this is interesting. Like no one's on like really excited about it. Like on the official uh, Star Wars Twitter, I've seen people be like, oh, I love Han Solo. This would be great. And some people are like, oh, I'd rather a Kenobi movie. And then some guys like like doing a poll, Kenobi or Solo. And Kenobi, Kenobi won oh, by a huge yeah. margin. Absolutely. Huge margin. It's, it, it's weird because there's so many movies you'd rather see than like a Solo movie. I mean, like... It would be cool to. See, I mean, we know the story anyway. Like, there's really no reason why we need to see it. We know how he wins the freaking Millennium Falcon. We know how him and Chewie meet. We don't really need to see. Uh, we that. know from Legends. Excuse you. It's a whole new ball game with Star Wars, my man. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I will give you that. Yeah. But I'm gonna still, be pissed it's like, if he doesn't save Chewie from a fucking Wookiee internment camp. Because that I mean, was my. It, that was. It would my make jam. the most. Se- it would make the most sense. At least that's why their brotherhood is like so like. Like, there. You know what I mean? Actually, you um, know, you bring that up. I read something very funny on Twitter the other day. So, everybody thinks of Chewbacca as, like, this big dog, right? Like, unquestionably loyal, 
you know, to Han, you name it. Like, he'll do anything he asks, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Han is the dog in that relationship. He doesn't <laughs> live as long. He's impulsive. He's always ready to jump into action. He's always and peeing Chewie, in corners. I don't understand he's it. He's peeing in corners and marking his territory. <laughs> and Chewie, Chewie's the one who's always cleaning up after him at the end. Yeah. Leia's <laughs> always bopping him on the nose. Yeah. Like, you can like no. you can just just imagine. <laughs> She's like, no, just, don't do anything, Han. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it puts that whole scene from Empire in a new light where Lando walks up to him and he's like, listen, Chewie, I got to talk to you. Something happened to Han. And Chewie's like, what the fuck did you do to my dog? <laughs> You know, yeah, and, and like that really just makes me love their dynamic even more. I mean, Chewbacca is already great, but when you think about like the the life debt sort of working the other way, where he's like, "Wow, this guy really can't take care of himself." Yeah, <laughs> I need to be with him like forever. Like, yeah. I, you know what? I am I am interested in see how Donald Glover portrays Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna kill it. Like he's, he's gonna be a, the best part of the movie. Like he's always been like a really cool, like awesome guy. So seeing him as Lando is kind of awesome. Yeah. Um. And, like, it's Ron Howard directing it, so Ron Howard is a phenomenal director, so I can't really see it being that bad. But, again, I would rather see, honestly, a Boba Fett movie. Did he reshoot the movie from the start? I'm not clear exactly how much. I don't think they... uh, Did they shoot anything with the old director? Oh, they they shot a lot. Oh, of they did. Oh, really? They absolutely did. Which which, which which is a part of the which is part of their problem. Uh, you know, because the, the main the main actor I keep forgetting his name. Like he brought it to the attention of Kathleen Kennedy, as we know, because of all the shoots they were doing. Like they they done so much. He was just like, all right, this is starting to veer in a certain direction that I don't think is correct. Mm. So so I wonder how much they did shoot for him to be like, all right, uh, this is kind of going off the rails here into like they, a goofy ass comedy. They definitely shot a lot. A lot of it was really done like off the cuff, off the rails, like improv, which is not what this, what's what Han Solo is, it's not what like Star Wars is. And they argue with obviously Kathleen Kennedy. They are they argue with Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the fucking script, who was like Lucasfilm's like royalty. You know, so of course like, and I mean they are coming from like cloudy from the chance of meatballs. You know, yeah. so it's like it's not really the best people to direct this movie. So well, you wouldn't think, but listen, the guy who did Babe. Pig in the big city. That's true. Is the king of Mad Max. That's true. So you never know. There's you a never, lot of talented, talented know. people out there who can mix things up. There could be There's a lot of people. like pent up aggression when Cloudy of a Chance of Meatballs like maybe just wants to get out and be dark and gritty in Star Wars. Like you, you can you can assume some things, but like there are those directors that are just great at it. Like Ron Howard, for example, Arrested Development. Yeah, I really hope. I really, I really, I really hope. Narrate that. No, no, no. He helps like, like yeah. write too, and he yeah. and he produces as well. He does a bunch of stuff yeah. behind the scenes. Okay. Like, I really hope he does some narration, like Arrested Development, because I fucking love that show. Yeah, it'll be great. Oh, that'd <laughs> like, be classic. Or like, or like maybe like a, a throwaway joke into it where he's like in a cantina somewhere and he's narrating things and he's just like in an alien bodysuit or some shit. I don't know. Oh, just, oh, that'd just be something. great. Or, or I, I would love if there's an alien named Job in there that was horrible at illusions. <laughs> or the dude, the uh... Han was confident he would win this hand of seven. Oh no, <laughs> even even better. He, he won- um, what race is? Ah, oh, shit. What's the blue alien? What's his name? Thrawn. What race is Thrawn? Oh, the oh, chest. Oh, oh, have like yeah. like like a a random like shitty one, and like I don't know, Han blows him away, and he just says he blew himself. And then like ah, right. subtle, go subtle, go nice. Or, or or like you have like those those subtle things where where Han Solo is like, this is gonna be a great idea. It wasn't. This should be the best <laughs> idea. It wasn't. <laughs> There's like those little snippets, or like they do the uh, the uh, the uh, chicken dance. Like, tuk-a, tuk-a, 
It's like, that's not a, what animal is that? <laughs> Does Star uh, Wars have a space chicken? We know they got space rats. But 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 the, the, the joke in Arrested Development was like, that's not a chicken. What animal yeah, is that? Yeah. So so they can do it in there and be like, what animal is that? <laughs> or they, they try to do like a Wookiee impression. They go, that's what is that? That's not a Wookiee. Oh, uh, he's so great. Like, what animal is that? Little, oh, I hope he does like that. that. I don't know. Um, oh, man. I don't. I don't think it's weird the timing for this movie too. This would have been it's a perfect. Mo- no one really is asking for this movie, but it would have been a better timing to release this in between. Um, Force Awakens and Last Jedi because that's when Han dies. That's when we're, we at, see we're it. at prime Han Solo, right? So we, we yeah. we're like feeling emotional about it. We're like, all right, oh, let's see some like adventures from his youth. Cool, right on. And then we move on. But now, like, kind of got everyone's gotten over it. You know, we've seen what the Star Wars universe is like post Han Solo. It's not that much different. Yeah, and so it, it, it kind of loses a lot of that. I mean, luster. to be fair, we only pick up like a couple of days after he's dead, right? True. But like in continuity, yes. But in terms <laughs> of us and our emotional investment in this character, it's gone. Like you know, right. the, the death happened. It was shocking for I, that was not spoiled for me, so it was shocking when that happened. Um, they really should have just kind of done more of this stuff. Like this now, this would be a great time for a uh obi-wan kenobi movie because then we can mm-hmm. see some young luke skywalker moments yeah which oh, really it would totally fun, oh yeah right? gotta hit those fucking gotta, it, like, oh, yeah. what you do. You, you, like you do something and then you just fucking punch in the feels right there and then you move on and then you punch in more feels and then you know who knows maybe the next one could have been like a leia movie or you can do like a Boba Fett and, and have her in there too to see young Leia really take advantage of this. And and they're not. They're just it just seems very haphazard and unplanned. I would kill to see a Star Wars the Bounty Hunters movie. Oh. Oh, which is it takes place during Empire Strikes Back when everybody's looking for Han Solo. Yeah. So you get to see Oh god it, well, I mean if it would if be it like were the legends, rat race. Get... Remember the movie The Rat Race? It'd be like that, but with space bounty hunters. Dude, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. Mr. Bean. Like, Mr. Bean's you know. in it. <laughs> Fantastic. He plays. He plays IG88. <laughs> oh, perfect. Good old Zazu. Um, so that's that's Han Solo stuff. Serge, you got something you want to talk about? Yeah. Speaking of things, no one really asked. Yeah. No doesn't really care about. We've got a new trailer for the Tomb Raider movie, starring Academy Award yeah. winner Alicia Vikander. Oh, so in yeah. this trailer, they show a bit more of the story uh, fleshed out. They have like. Uh, <laughs> Oh God! I, it's it's so weird when they put like popping music in there, like they have uh, Survivor from Destiny's Child. That so she's me. just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and you know what? Like, uh, I I get that they want to make it catchy and they want to like make you see they, they want to make you go see the movie. Want to make it seem like fun. But what happened to like a badass orchestra? What happened to like crazy? Because like, I I remember um you know I remember like trailers from like uh, even the transformers movies because they didn't have like rock or anything they had like crazy like orchestra like um i think for, it was like for for rise of the, like dark of the moon or whatever whatnot yeah. like the whole trailer was just like this like dark orchestra that was like dun 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 and it went into like a dun 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 and you see optimus just like 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 cut stuff down i was like god damn i want to see it based on this this score alone and i still listen yeah, to that song right, today because yeah. it was so Did nuts you go see it based on the score alone 
Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that point, my childhood was already ruined by this movie. And I was just like, God damn, this one, this one looks good. Uh, and it wasn't, obviously. Yeah. But uh, in any case, uh, so we have Alicia Vikander as Laura Croft. And uh, it looks like they're going, I don't want to say beat by beat for the Tomb Raider, uh, like, newer generation game. But it looks they, exactly they, like they it. Are. They, they, well, they, they are. They're they trying, have, yeah. They even have like their parachute sequence where like you're parachuting down and she's getting hit by trees and you have to avoid them. I was like, what? That's exactly from the game. And, and they the also part- have the freaking like pickaxe and everything like yeah. that climbing up the wall. Yeah, yeah climb up the walls. Like, have- like the, the, the only part- thing they're not going to have is the enjoyment of seeing Lara Croft die in horrible ways. That's the only thing they're not. Yeah, gonna have. you don't know that because <laughs> we've all. No matter how much you like that, because that was a good game. I mean, they had to break her neck to get that poster to work. <laughs> what I'm saying. What I'm yeah, saying, that was uh, weird. <laughs> that a long. We've all done neck. it though. We've all killed her a couple times. So. There's, on accident. I don't, uh-huh. know how you're, I don't know how you're playing that game on yeah, accident. On accident. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, whoa. Because I anyway. want to see what, because the first time I die with her in the game, I just want to see what would happen if you missed the mark. Like, it, it, and sure enough, it's a horrible death. I'm like, oh. You know what's crazy? Every, every single one of her deaths were like brutal. Yeah. Like, oh yes. my God. Like the way they had her scream, the way they had, the way they animated it. It's like, oh God. Like I remember the first time, like you, like you, like you fall into like a river and you have to like navigate oh, it, and then yeah. I got caught on like a tree and it like like rammed her straight through her body, and she's like, Arr! I was like, what the fuck? I was like, better what the- or worse deaths than Dead Space? Because Dead Space had some pretty Dead Space wait, had wait, some wait, crazy. Wait, 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 have you not played it, Casey? What the new two? Yeah. No, I don't like any of them. Oh, you got to play the new one. Whoa, you have to you play have these. You got to play the new one. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it's really a lot It's of actually good. It's, it's yeah. It's, isn't it just Uncharted? It's Uncharted, oh. and you have a bow and arrow, and it's a lot more brutal. Okay. Yeah. And and you haven't even played Uncharted yet either. Like, you, you don't, you're going in the new <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I, wanna, I was waiting for one of you to pick up on it. It's like, wait a second. He hasn't played Uncharted either. No, what no, none of the up with this nerd out of here. Um, it's, like, obvious they're trying to capitalize on the success of the rebooted franchise, but they're already fucking up. We saw in the last trailer that they, they have that stupid gun, I'll take two line. And I'm just like, Why? Why are you doing this to yourself? Like you are, you're setting yourself up for disaster when you have lines like that. I don't care how like cheeky and like how like cute you think you're being. Knock it off. If you, it's going to be a serious movie, take it seriously. I don't care where the source material comes from. It, it, yeah, yeah it, it, it does seem to have like a bit of lighthearted like goofiness. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, kind of save that, save that for the for the movie. Also, they kind of showed a lot in in this trailer. I feel like I've seen the movie, especially since I played the game. But for those who haven't played the game, they can be like, okay, I kind of know how this is going to go. You know, it's yeah. like like her dad's like, Laura, I was more than just like a bank to whatever boring job he has. There's more to that. And she's like, oh my god, like really? My dad's secretly Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, oh, I have to find the secret of my dad. And then these other people who are like, I mean, we need to find a secret too. We need whatever he was going for. And I was like, is this not like like a Rick and Morty sketch that they're just putting to a real? It's like, it's like, Laura, I was something important. I wasn't a bank teller, but you got to find it. And there's bad guys. And like, oh, we got to find it too. Whatever it is you're looking for. And then she's like, I'm Tomb Raider. I'm good. I'm just like, this, what, who? And that's when these two brothers bring it into this <laughs> <year>. <laughs> A Mexican alien armada. <laughs> then they get help from Chad Michael Vincent. You got Chad Michael down. You're Vincent. So I was like, okay. It seemed like as it, the trailer kept going, I'm like, this is like a Rick and Morty sketch. It doesn't seem real. Yeah, it doesn't seem real at all. And like, like there's a part in the trailer where she, where she is go like flying down or like some rapids or whatever, and she latches onto like a, a plane, which is like, oh, also really? from the game too. The rapids. Yeah. 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 I was like, she goes, oh really? Like I was like, is she surprised there's like a plane there? What? Yeah. This is weird. This is really weird. 
I don't know. It looks it looks all right. Um, there's certain moments that look really cool, like like she's running towards someone who's like has a gun pointed at her face, and she has a bow. I was like, what? Is this a trailer from the '90s? Yeah. I don't oh know. my god! Like like she's running, and then like some guys are in exposition, and then like an explosion happens on, on a curse. It's like I wish you had more coming this summer. <laughs> I was like, who's making this movie? Yeah. No one really asked for it. It's coming. I have no expectations for this whatsoever. Oh, I have, I have expectations. They're not good expectations, but I have expectations. I'm not even go I, don't, I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> unless, we have to, unless we have to talk about it, in which case we're, you you, you know we're doing that, season. and you you know you're playing the game before. Yeah. Uh, do yourself a favor and at least play the game. What? It's actually it's really fun. I don't like playing the, good games though. The, right? Yeah. The, the, the game's actually the game's actually really good. And also there was a huge no, I believe you. I believe you. Also there was a huge controversy with the game yeah. because of reasons yeah. in which uh oh. like some some feminist groups didn't like the way she was treated in the game. A little rapey scene. So, rapey yep, yep. Yeah. So so they didn't like uh uh like they didn't like there there was there was a scene where she was in some kind of like uh, mercenary camp like these guys were on the island basically to get the riches. They were like we're going to plunder. Yeah. And she was like no, these are artifacts, blah, whatever. It belongs it, in a museum. Yeah, so <laughs> she she runs into them and uh they they capture her and then this guy's like talking to her like real close. Close like and he's like mm, yeah and he's like 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 rubbing her arm or whatever and then and then she she gets out of there she she like she like either you take control she you kill everybody or or whatever and then they, they also d- didn't like the fact that like she was getting hurt yeah as ah. well yeah. they didn't like her well like yeah they didn't like her to be fair the, I remember, I remember, I remember watching this, this, this like YouTube scene, video right yeah yeah so like I think the whole game is supposed to be her evolution into becoming the Tomb Raider. So, Tomb like, Raider. yeah, if you go up against a bunch of fucking Somalian pirates and you're, like, a rich British girl, that's going to happen. You might not yeah. escape. Period. I mean, these are the things they tell you when you're born into a British aristocratic family. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was crazy that, uh, not crazy, but I can, I can see why they were, they were concerned about it as, as a group that's, you yeah, know, for sure. the, the advancement of women. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, exactly what Greg said. It, it's towards the beginning. Like, she doesn't really know what she's doing. And in the beginning of the game, you kind of you stumble around. And towards the end of the game, like, you, like you're pretty much Laura Croft. Like, you are, like, the, the legendary Tomb Raider. It's yeah. one of the few games where, like, the, tor- the tutorial makes absolutely perfect perfect sense yeah yeah because you're learning along like like she is and it just makes it even better when you get to like the end you're like i'm badass i killed a lot of people all right but tell me one thing can you lock the butler in the freezer no one say anything just stare at him don't tell come on stare at him no one that's like your classic tomb raider 2 move no it it takes more of a page out of uh, Indiana Jones and out of Uncharted than it does out of the original games. The old yeah. games. Like, there's yeah, some yeah. really good set pieces oh, in this man. game that are crazy. Yeah. Like, all right, all right. I'll, I'll play you really, really good. You've convinced You me. know how I don't like to be a completion and get all of the achievements on some games? Yes. This one, I 100%ed. Wow. I did not want it to end. So. And they made a sequel. And they right? made a sequel. I have both on my Steam account. Um, I think I'll stream. I haven't beaten the sequel so i think i'll stream that closer to the movie potentially but we'll see anyways anyways uh moving right along nintendo announced uh something pretty interesting um it's called the nintendo project labo and labo 
I remember I was kind of I wasn't gonna like really look into this too much, but it was showing up everywhere, and I was like, "Whoa!" And yeah. even people on my Facebook, like I have um some friends that like Nintendo invents cardboard, New yeah. 11. <laughs> yeah, so like I had these weird. I didn't know what to expect because all I did was I saw the sign, and I saw a lot of my friends that work at like toy companies and stuff. They're like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And I'm like, "What is going on?" So I look at it, and they are essentially creating cardboard attachments. To the switch uh to make almost like a four-dimensional kind of they're putting mad cats out of business yeah. they got <laughs> cardboard peripherals <laughs> to be fair they're probably the same quality as a mad cats controller <laughs> <laughs> got him nailed it uh so you, you you're playing a fishing game and you can construct a fishing rod at a cardboard and play that game um and at telescopes telescopes you have a piano you can make little giant robots, robot. giant robot suits, which looked really cool because it uses the Switch as a VR headset. Yeah, mm -hmm. you make yourself into a Gundam. That was much. that one I'm really excited about. Uh, and I, my impression after watching this trailer, I was like, wow, this is really cool. If you have a Switch and you can't afford like crazy VR, like this might be like a really good. This is going to be really affordable. It must be really affordable. It's only fucking cardboard. <laughs> $70. $70 for cardboard, up to 100 depending which one you want. It's yeah, really want, her. There's the, there's it, the multi-kit that's like 60 yep. and then the robot backpack VR simulate thing yep. is 70 Yep. So, so not affordable. You got to have some, you got to have a little Boku bucks, man. But that DIY stuff is always expensive. So, I mean, look at Lego. Yeah. You know that's going to get pirated real quick. Because if it's just, oh, if it's just cardboard... I, I'm Someone's staring at some Amazon boxes that I haven't recycled yet that, you know, maybe that's my robot suit right over there. Like, I can see where they're coming from. I can see, like, without seeing the price point, I was very excited. After seeing the price point, I am just like, that's <laughs> Nintendo. I, yeah, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for someone to do like 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 a, like an Apple iPhone parody with the cardboard. Oh it's like we made this Gundam suit out of a single piece of cardboard, cardboard. and silicon. <laughs> like the like, finest the of guy. trees only were cut down for these for this cardboard. And they need to get that guy who does that voice for yeah. all the Apple products. I would love to hear that. We started with a single piece uh, a of si tree. A single. <laughs> I would actually. I would kind of just like John Hodgman to do it. <laughs> just like yep. It's cardboard. And then Apple. Boom. Just hit it. <laughs> we started with a single piece of papier that we then folded many a time. <laughs> For seamless integration into your device. <laughs> seamless integration. No. It's so good. Uh, that, that's Project Labo. Pretty interesting stuff. I'm hoping that it gets... Uh, bargain bin real quick and I'll check it out but I'm not paying 70 bucks for cardboard not yet anyway yeah it's like this intricate cardboard because like the, the trailer starts out with like uh, this printer and I was like are they selling a printer or are they selling just the cardboard pieces because because when the cardboard pieces come out of the printer they, they show this like uh this like mold this cast that comes yeah. down on the cardboard that makes the intricate design for you to fold and it comes on this like sh like this sheet and it looks like there's something behind it so it pops up the cardboard. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I guess they're selling the, those cardboard pieces and not the actual printer. Yeah. Because then I don't anything. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out. There's a bunch of people who are like, I'm getting this for my kids already. Like, I, where can I pre-order? And I'm like, wow, 
you're going to pre-order cardboard. That's Good great. <laughs> GG. I mean, I, I and I see why it's cool because like you see like the fishing rod and you see like uh like the little um like re- remote controllable like little animal thing. That's pretty cool. Like yeah. you put the, the Joy-Cons in it and it vibrates and you can like control it with the uh with with the the, the touchscreen. So there's like really cool innovation here, but at the same time it's like they're really targeting this t- towards parents, and uh, they're, they're doing previews in San Francisco and New York in February, coming up pretty soon, so you can visit Nintendo's site to kind of, uh, you know, like, see if you want to go for that. I think you're doing it Friday, Saturdays, Saturday, Sundays. But, uh, yeah, they're like, parents, here's something fun for your kids. All right, come on in. Buy, buy this, buy this for $70. <laughs> <Come here. laughs> it's like, what? Oh, man, but that's going to be it's, yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see what kind of happens. Listen, how successful was the Wii Fit board, though? Am I right? That's, 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 that's different. Anything. That's different, though. That's is different, it? Though. Yeah, it is. Like they, that wasn't cardboard. Yeah. Yeah, but they're cornering the market on these just, like, wacky peripherals. Also, also know? like, like the Fitboard was kind of coming off of that craze of pe- people knowing what those, like, exercise boards are where you step up, step mm. down kind of thing. And they're like, oh, Nintendo has something for that? Oh, that, that sounds pretty cool. So that goes off an idea. This is cardboard. Like, it's foldable cardboard. Yeah. So, you know, I think, like, one... Trump's the other on both sides. Speaking of stuff that uh, <laughs> we got another piece of news. Yeah. Uh, so Tom Holland is apparently reported on set for the Marvel's Sony's team up the Venom Lethal Protector movie. Um, and I still don't care. All right. Next piece of news. <laughs> and, no, and, uh, and apparently apparently it's, it's just going to be it's going to be Peter just, Parker. It's just Peter Parker, not, not Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So again, I say who cares? Because they also this past week they also showed up. Oh, it's a, here's a picture of, uh, God. My you can do this. He was in Mad yeah. Max. His yeah. name is Tom. Uh, Ends in Hardy. He's very. He's a, he's a Hardy fellow. It's Tom Hardy as Eddie very Brock. Nice. And spoiler alert, he looks just like, just like Tom Hardy. I I hate like, when they do that and be like, who cares? Who cares? First look, Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock, and it's just like it's just him it's just, in like a black collared shirt. Yeah. It's like it's like it's fake news. They probably just like got a picture of him like going to the deli or something, yeah. <laughs> or like craft services. It's like, yeah. When, it's... when you imagine Eddie Brock, it's this like huge ass guy with a blonde like stupid square haircut yeah. thing, you know, just like the cartoon. Yeah. But you know, not saying that that my man Tom Hardy can't pull it off, but like, don't. Don't sell me an article where well, it's like, oh, here's Tom Hardy. It's, it's Brock. tough, it's like, too, because like yeah, that, right, that's great. the Eddie Brock that we know. But the ultimate Eddie Brock was Pete's age. Yeah, which that's true. He's definitely he's definitely not in this. No, kind definitely of not. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it, yeah. And it seems like it's 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 uh, that image is like it's it's like there's like a PR company. Obviously, yeah. there is. And they're, and they're like, oh, we need to give people something or look, this is like here's something we can show. Here's a first image. Right. Put it out there. And then uh, uh, what was like, the nickname for the, the stupid fucking PR guy that we used to drop every episode on occasion? I don't remember. He was like the he was like the Tommy Toughnuts of PR guys. I don't remember. He, he oh, got man. fired. Yeah. <laughs> no longer works yeah. here. We've but, lost uh, all our good bits. Yeah, I thought it was interesting when uh, when there was like a big commotion about this like new first image or whatever. I was like, "Oh, cool! Are we gonna see?" And it was just like it was just just it's <laughs> just him just standing there with with a book and a shirt. Yeah. And I was like, "Wow, people need they need to stop doing that because they've done it before with other movies." And it's just like there's nothing really to report here. Everyone stop going crazy. Everyone stop making notifications go off on my phone from all your outlets. Like the only time it matters is if like if the actor is portraying someone like in a period piece. Yeah. You know, that's like the only time it matters. Like when Tom Hardy played Bronson, 
He really looked like fucking Bronson. Like, he looked just like him. There was no, like, discerning who he was. Um, so that's really the only time that matters. Comic book characters, you can take a lot of liberties in how they can look on film. You know, like, Michael Keaton looks like Michael Keaton, even though he's playing Bruce Wayne. You know, like, it's... Well, that was that was a while ago, too. I think, I think we're coming up to a, a time where they have to... You have to be able to look at them and go, yep, that's that person. Uh, immediately, yep. no matter of race or gender or anything like that, you just have to look like, okay, cool, I see it. Um, yeah, I, think it's, I mean, I mean, we're not we're not working with an entire Hollywood of Gary Oldman's here. <laughs> <laughs> we're not hosting an intergalactic kicker. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna pull it off. I mean, like t- t- Tom Hardy's a really good actor, really oh, good yeah, actor, absolutely. But and, and I'm sure and, he'll and, capture all the depth there is to Venom. <laughs> you hate him so much. <laughs> And also, like, I heard that there was Prisoner Wins that, uh, that, that Carnage is going to be in this movie. <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah. So I was listening to, to another podcast. Do you like Carnage? No. Oh. He, he doesn't Why like Carnage at all. Excited? I don't understand. I know. Like, there's no reason he was being, he was being, <laughs> if, if you ever listen to a podcast, you know that, that Casey doesn't like Venom or Carnage. Uh, Symbiotes. Listen to our past podcast. Anywhere you can listen to a podcast. They but, but he's suck. too good at being facetious. He sounded he sound genuine. Yeah. You no, know? Like, yeah. Man. There was no sarcasm in his voice. No. <laughs> I understand. Like, it would have been Casey. different when, like, oh, really? You know, then, Gee, okay, we get hooray. it. Like, really? It's like, wow, Casey likes Carnage? What changed? No, this I, is, I understand I mean, your case. Exactly. Actually, pay attention to when you talk he, in past he's not. He's not Radio Jones or anything, is Casey? Like, yeah. Radio Jones, huge fan of Spawn in the 90s <laughs> in general. <laughs> I can't wait to reveal Radio Jones. So it's gonna be interesting. You got you got the Peter Parker, yeah. you got the Venom and the Carnage. Yeah, yeah he's probably gonna be in the post credits, and it's just gonna be like He's working for the Daily Bugle, Eddie Brock, and it's like, you have Jameson there, and it's like, oh, uh, Brock, come in here. I want to introduce you to our new cub reporter. And then it's <laughs> Peter just stands up, and he's like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. And then, <laughs> like, no, it, it'll be it'll be that, and he like Eddie like says something not true, and then Peter well, I mean, like immediately corrects him, and then J. Jonah gives him a little side eye, and that begins the feud that turns yeah. into the end. Well. If they're supposed to be the same age, for all we know, like Eddie Brock's like a kid on growth hormone, you know? I mean, like, what if he's, what <laughs> what if he's just stayed back about? A, what if he stayed back a bunch of times? Tom Hardy would world, have to you know, stay, like, stay back like 15 times. I mean, yeah, like, what if he's just slow? I mean, I don't know. Like, I went to high school with someone who was in their 30s and they had Down syndrome. So there you go. I mean, it happens. This is worse okay. than the incestual theory that you brought up about Star Wars. I'm just I'm saying just it gonna happens. Throw you know, he, could, he could just be a very, very big 14-year-old. That out there. He's definitely not a very big, slow 14-year-old. <laughs> beyond a shadow of a doubt, too. Um, I mean, it worked in 21 Jump Street, so, you know. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Before Dave just says anything else, let's talk about Black Lightning, episode one. The, the wow. primary reason why we're, we're all here right now. Um, so before we kind of, we jump into that, let's give everyone kind of a baseline. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I want to give everyone kind of like a, a baseline, uh, understanding of where we stand on the DCCW universe. Um, <laughs> that, hey, that, that, there you go. That, that sums up. Let's, let's start with that. What'd you say? Hands up. If you still watch oh, it. Mm-hmm, uh, every so often. Yeah. I'm caught up on all of them. Um, oh God. Yeah. It, it's a chore sometimes. So I, I, I'll, I will say this. I pay attention to some more than others. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my mornings off after, at the end of the week are usually I'm making breakfast and Supergirl's on in the background. Um, then I'm eating and I'm watching The Flash. 
Arrow, I'm kind of fixing, putting things away, stuff like that. And then I'm letting the dogs in and out during Legends of Tomorrow. That's generally my my vibe. The two that I, uh, Arrow's kind of going downhill. Flash is hit or miss lately. Uh, still fairly solid. Supergirl's trash. Absolute trash. Oh my God, it's it's so bad. And it's so funny too, because uh, I see a lot of people on, on their Twitter who are like, oh, this show is so great. Thanks for it being an inspiration to like girls everywhere and stuff. And then like I showed my, my sister, she's like, "What inspiration are they drawing from?" Like she's because we, we we started like watching when it was new, and she was just like, "Oh, this is like every other show, but they have she's Supergirl." You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, no, like Shan's like, there. This is for you, for all the girls out there. She's like, this is not for me. <laughs> like this is not yeah. made for me at all. And it was so funny, you know. And um, and I was just like, yeah, but like, look, look. And I showed her, I showed her the Twitter. Like, look how many of these people like love this show. And she's like, but like, what else do they watch? I was like, that's a good question. That's a really good question for a baseline in this show. And it's not, not, not that great. Uh, for for the, for the most part in the CW, I think a lot of the writing is very mediocre. And and so some of it, some of it's actually pretty good when they draw directly from from the comics. Um, and a lot of people like pointed out like during like reviews or whatever, like oh this comes from this panel, this comes from this thing. You're just like you guys should pick it up and read it if you really want to get more into the story because it kind of like use some parts of it. Mm. And I thought I thought that's pretty cool. But for the most part, it's just like like I'll never I just God like I, I like the Flash more than any other one of those shows. But they even oh God because of the CW CW has that like teenage girl demographic. They do stuff to appease that audience. And it just, it's just so ridiculous. And even like my sister's like, why are they doing a montage of like, like Barry Allen getting a wardrobe from his girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, it was so stupid. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's not powered by the speed force. He's powered by love. Oh God. It's terrible. Oh my God. My sister hates that. Cause like she only watches it if I watch it. So if I'm sitting down, she's like, oh, you watch that show again? And she calls it, she calls it the, 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 the soap opera. I watched. I'm like, don't call it a soap opera. She's like, it's what it is. Soap opera. I'm like, stop. It's good. It has good stuff in it. She's like, no, it's a soap opera with like some pieces in there. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Damn it. It really is. Uh, but yeah, this one is not. <laughs> this one is not a soap so opera. My, I, okay, now I've hardly watched any of the CW mm-hmm. shows except for maybe Legends of Tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. they're weak. And it bothered me. You know what I mean? Um, what bothered you? And like. Legends of Tomorrow okay. just bothered me. I'm yeah. like, it, well, yeah, it was just kind of stupid. It's, it's the second weakest of them. Um, sometimes neck and neck with Supergirl. They're getting bent. They're turning it more into the Exiles, which is what I like. So in the more yeah. recent ones, um, they killed off a major character, which was kind of heartbreaking because I didn't see it coming. And it was one that I actually, one of the few that I really liked. And they replaced him with an alternate reality version of Captain Cold, which is really cool. Uh, so he is he is he is he citizen cold? Yeah, I think they call him citizen cold. He's a good guy. Um, he's gay, which is really cool. Um, and he's actually dating the Ray. Oh. Where they brought the Ray into it, which is um, a very interesting character to kind of bring into any live action format because not a lot of people know about him. Um, but yeah, so I'm really kind of digging that more uh, as they're reaching into alternate Earths and plucking out heroes from yeah, them i mean look i heard good things about the earth x crossover but it's still not enough for oh me the earth, earth x game. is a better justice league movie than the justice league movie <laughs> <laughs> hands down are they still fighting like a shitty looking vandal savage in it no he's gone he's long oh. gone yeah the, mm. that's that's actually i should have a problem with that vandal savage i hated I he him he was not really was i thought not he was interesting vandal savage at all yeah. uh damien dark is the one they're kind of hunting through time again Mm, so gotcha. I'm kind of cool with that. I like I like his portrayal as a villain. He just has fun. 
That actor just, I can't remember his name right now, but he just has fun being a villain. And you could tell. Nice. You tell. Um, so, so like with, with this though, it's yeah. like, I didn't even watch it like the night it premiered. I just want to do something else completely. Yep. Um, Cause I'm like, ah, oh, CW shows are just yeah, drama. Like, <laughs> I, know, I know the people that watch CW shows religiously and I don't like them. Oh so, my god! People who watch it religiously are like the most interesting fans. You're just like, uh, I, I mean, we 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 have some in in the chat or a few in the chat, and uh, and and, uh, and one of them who's who, who's our regular too. He's like, oh, have you seen this one? Have you seen that one? I'm like, buddy, I I, I, I watch him when, when when I can. I've seen I, all of them. <laughs> yeah, when, when I can, just like Dave, when I can, I, I don't. Yeah. It's like premiering tonight. I'm just like, oh, kind of wait. Yeah, I'll wait. Well, to- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I was like, I watched a like documentary on Netflix. Like, rather, I was like, I could watch this, but yeah, let me watch something. What's else. What's this? There's more episodes of the toys that made us. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, and, um, and, and it sucks too because like uh, the CW is just not known for like making greatness. Right, you know what I mean? Right. And I know like some people are gonna be triggered by that because they love Arrow, they love Flash, they lo- right? People like Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> and and they're, they're like, wow, these shows are these shows are phenomenal. I mean, uh, I mean, okay, like just. Baseline on stuff. Not not even baseline. All right. So all these shows together have certain things going for them. They have the orchestra, right? They have music. Okay, that fools you into thinking it's actually good. They have pretty good special (laughs) effects. That fools you think it's good. Transformers has great special effects too, and those movies are garbage. All right. And uh, a lot of other movies too. I mean, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Valerian and, and, and a Thousand Planets, or whatever the hell that was. That oh, movie yeah. had crazy special effects, but movie's okay. I actually didn't mind it that much. But uh, not great. Not a great piece of cinema. So we were like, what? what, what so whenever I argue with someone, they were like, what? Like uh, you don't like, like? Oh, the music's crazy. It's it's like a full feature movie. The special effects are like a full feature movie, and you get that like on TV. It's so great. I'm like, yeah, but what about the writing though? What about the story? They're like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's it's. I know it's TV. I know it's TV, but you can do better. Game of Thrones is TV. All right, Dexter, yeah. first only first season, second season. Well, it's TV, you know, like well, Ray, Ray well, Donovan, first, first mean, and second season. It's TV. I mean, I mean, I know those Game are different kinds of TV. TV. I just love that half it, the shows you name have just gone off the rails. Yeah. In some well, <laughs> so that that's all like premium network. Like it's not TV; it's HBO. Like yeah. shows, and there's Showtime. there's a difference. Like if you're going to compare, you're going to have to compare it to like shows on Fox. On ABC, which, on which is unfortunate be, 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 because it's just like, all right, they're they're both on TV, but yes, you're right, it is premium TV, but it's just like, why do these writers and these executives and people who put this stuff into place for people to watch on like, you know, access just regular access TV, CBS uh, and CCW, ABC, whatever you have, like, why do they settle for like these, these mediocre scripts, mediocre writers? They're like, look at people are doing it on Game of Thrones and and all these other shows, and they're like, oh, we have these people. I, in our production crew who are writing this stuff. And then Supergirl got coffee. Yeah. Like, yeah. Alan McBeal is here. She's yelling at her. That whole thing is gone. Jimmy becomes the head of the thing, and he kind of does the same thing. I fucking, like, I hate, hate Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know you do. a thousand Jimmy Olsons. I hate Jimmy Because it's so forced. It's so it's forced. So Here forced. is your love interest. Ooh. It's like holy like, like, god! I, I like <laughs> as, as soon as he as soon as he first walks in, he's like, "Hello!" What's, oh, I'm like, "Jesus god. Christ, dude!" Back you up, could, a bit, you can like Back smell the cologne through the TV. Calm down. And like, I guess the most infuriating part is like keeping up with this is he becomes um, what's his name, the warrior. 
No, that's not his name. Oh, uh, like the Defender or something? The, the Guardian. Guardian, 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 right? Stupid costume. So they make Jimmy Olsen the Guardian. But what's most yeah. infuriating is this actor would have been a great Roy Harper, who's actually supposed mm. to be the Guardian. And like, then you, you go into like race swapping, which is like awesome for this. Like, it doesn't matter. It's cool. But no, they made him fucking Jimmy Olsen. Like, Jimmy Olsen is Turtle Boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jimmy Olsen's the guy that gets shot in the face in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I was very sad about because I love me some yeah. Jimmy Olsen. But anyway. So sorry, Dave. Your, your, your impression of uh, this, this uh, sir. Do it. Yeah. Um, impressions of anyone else? Anyone else watch it or any any other CC? No. It's only me. It's only me. <laughs> cool. So Absolutely. my impression going into this, um, you're suffering for all of us. <laughs> well, no, I watched it. <laughs> like Christ on the cross. Oh, crowd. thanks, <laughs> thanks for that, Casey. Um, so watching Black Lightning, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. This is the, in my opinion, best addition to the DCCW. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's like a Netflix show. Yeah. Like, I. It's a better Luke Cage than Luke Cage. Going. Yeah. Going into the show, I was like, oh, it's going to be like that show, The Mantis on Fox. It's going to be like. (laughs) Mantis. Luke Cage. I don't know how I'm feeling about this. And immediately, they changed the tone of the show by not having um, Jefferson say his own monologue. In every single DCCW show, they're just like, my name is Cara Danvers, and I hate my life, and I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm the stupidest show on earth, and I'm, I'm Supergirl. Yeah. I'm Barry Allen. Yeah. Best I'm the flat. And, they, and like, they don't do that for this. So right away, you're like, whoa, this is like, okay. What a, what a total so right now, right now, I'm already kind of put off balance. And then they start bringing in um, like racial issues all of a sudden. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, and fast, it, right. real fast, real as whoa. Show gets real. This show gets real as fast. This like, I like. I feel like the D, the DCCW universe got woke all of a sudden, and just like, whoa, <laughs> what is like? I'm, I'm I'm buckled in. I am ready for this. And you see it through Jefferson Pierce, who's Black Lightning. You see it through his perspective. And what I really like is it's a time jump. He's not starting mm-hmm. out as Black Lightning. He hasn't. I like been. it. He's, wow. he's, yeah. he's coming back. back. It's been what this nine your, years? This said? is Black Lightning. Nine years. Nine yeah. years. The, the Dark Bolt returns, and it has like a John Wick vibe to it as well. Because they keep on doing <laughs> that same thing. You're not back, are you? I thought you said you weren't coming back. And he's like, you know what? People keep thinking. Keep asking if I'm back. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm I back. And I'm just like, <laughs> fuck you. Like this is this is. Ex- this is what I wanted without knowing that I wanted it. You're taking yeah, a yeah. B-list character from the DC universe and you're making him a certified badass. I think B-list is being C-list. generous. Yeah. yeah. Now, is he... Because I, I don't know the character too well. Is he like what Static Shock turns No, he's his own thing. No, wait, wait, wait. Totally Dave, why, guy, why you gotta ask just if a he's weird... a grown-up Static Shock? Is it because they're both of color? Is that why, Dave? Yes. And they both use electricity. Listen, <laughs> there's a. That's exactly why I asked, because they're both black dudes and they both use electricity, so it made sense. Listen, black people in comics happen to be naturally conducted to electricity. Cyborg. Nobody can explain it. It's been a thing for years. Someone should research that. I wonder why that is. 
That's odd. Yeah. I'm sure there's some racial connotations too. I don't pretty know. Sure I don't know. No, no, no. I think it's just like the, the 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 juxtaposition of like like a black character and like seeing something like light like lightning, oh, probably. And electricity. You're probably right. You know, just just like the, the contrast for like a comic page because like we we look at some of the pages of black lightning just all statically you know an electric and this stuff going off. It looks really cool like against him. But uh, yeah, just like Greg said, that this show got real as fuck yeah. really quickly, and and I, and I really like that too. It's just like oh man, here's where we're going because I don't know what to expect with the CW, you know, because you mm-hmm. have like the Flash and Supergirl and Arrow running around, and like, and, like Arrow is like like the darker one out of out of all of them. But even but like he doesn't get like no. shot. I don't think he ever gets like really like 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 down in there. I mean, he's 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 a privileged dude. Like yeah. he's he's literally he's like a rich rich pretty boy. And then Supergirl, she's like a normal like white girl, but she's like well to do. And Barry Allen's like he's he's normal and stuff, but like still he doesn't go through any of that. Like none of them go through like any real shit like this. Right. Compared compared to this, none of them go through anything real. So it's going to be interesting when they eventually maybe do a crossover because there was a there was a TV ad they did where they had all the heroes in like a locker room like getting their stuff together, and then and then they all walk out, but Black Lightning. Like is 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 in the back. Like you see, like lightning come out, and then you like, and the camera pans over between the lockers, and you see him, and he's like going all raided and stuff. And I was like, oh, interesting. Is that is that some kind of like, is this just for an ad, or they're like, oh, eventually we're gonna bring him into the rest of the verse. And I can't imagine him talking to the rest of those characters because he has nothing. To, I mean, he has nothing to talk to him about. He's he's a grown he's a grown black man yeah. who's 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 a principal. The family. He, he fights crime. He has a family that they're all like younger, carefree. They don't really have those attachments, which also makes this really compelling. Yeah. He has two daughters. He has this family. He has this school that he runs. He has this community he helps out. He has a lot of weight on him, a lot of weight on him. I mean, Barry Allen has said, you know, like in the beginning, uh, like he, oh, well, you know, he has a dad that he wanted to get out of jail, and that's pretty heavy. You know, the, the death of his mother is like, oh, God. Oh, okay. Interesting. You know, Kara, like, you know, she, she came from a world that's destroyed. Uh, Arrow sucks. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I was trapped on an island for five years, four of which I managed to get off. Yeah, other things. <laughs> I was mildly inconvenienced for twelve months. But uh, Dave, what do you think about when you watched it? Um, I liked it. I was pleasantly surprised by what I saw. I felt like they borrowed a lot from Luke Cage in many mm-hmm. ways. I mean, especially with the whole club thing. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of borrowed a little bit. Um. I liked how the episode just ended with the main bad guy. We didn't realize there was a main bad yeah. guy until like eight episodes in. Like we already know there's a main dude, um, and he's just. Ba- I like that he's a guy just trying to get by. That's exactly what he is. He's just trying to do good. He's done being like the hero. He's done being. My cat's about to make noise. He's done being the hero. He's done being like you know that that guy. You know he his fucking marriage broke apart because he was a hero. You don't yeah. see that in these shows. Yeah. You, you really don't see that anywhere. It's it's like, and that's why I knew it set it apart because one thing that you always tell me about these shows, Sergio, is that it's always like Barry can't do be the good guy unless he gets approval from his like girl. You can do it. I believe in you. Oh, God, yeah. And he's like, fuck that. I'm going to do this. And it ended his marriage. You know, he just couldn't to stop being To be fair, though, hero. he totally asked his wife wife's permission at the end. No, he, he totally didn't. did. No, yeah, he, he waited for her. Like, not really. No. He did. He, you could say he did. No, he want you go watch that episode again. Um, he's like, I'm gonna get back my head, and he looks at her, and she goes, and then he goes off and does it. No, he didn't. Give, she, she does. Permission. Go he rewatch just, it. She does. He totally waits for permission. No, she nods. She she nods like I can't stop you. You know. What yeah. I mean? There's nothing she could that's, say. That's how I saw that it. Would stop him. That would have been if she would have tried to stop him. That'd been different. You're right. 
But he just said it straight out. I'm gonna go get my girls, and he just walked. No, yeah, he, he, he was he was he, he was on his nod. he was on his way. He, he was on his nod. way. He was on his way out the door, and he's like, "This is something I gotta do." Yeah. Like, and she was just like, "All right, I approve." You, you got it. Like, yeah, like, you got it. She didn't that. ask him. Yeah. If she didn't ask him at all. He still would have done it. Hands down, he would have done it. Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 like like he waited. It's like she she didn't no. want him. To, she didn't want to be a superhero anymore. It ruined the marriage. Like, but he's he's like, I'm a so I gotta go to war for my babies, for our babies. And she's just like, Yeah, <laughs> you babies. go do. It's like, Yeah, you go do that. It wasn't like, All right, I give you permission to go do it. You know, like not, not, not literally, but but like I get where 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 you get this from. But I don't I don't think so. I think she was just like, Yep, do it. You do yeah. it. And he's like, I'm on like my foot's almost at the door, woman. <laughs> the <laughs> like, one thing I'm I wish they this. did though, which could have added like some comedy to it, and it would have made it like a little bit more lighthearting, was um. After he gets his girls back from the hotel, he's in this like this, there's like that steamy shower scene. Where he's just laying against like this, laying against like the wall, and the water's hitting him. It's like I would have liked to have seen. It would have made more sense. He hasn't fought and done anything in nine years. He's just sitting in a butt, like in a tub of ice, just like oh yeah, that'd be good. This is gonna suck. Some, that would have been no. Fight. I don't want that. Zero percent of that. This. Don't put that into the ether because you know nah, it's I, a slippery slope. We, yeah, we're we, talking like a degree away from a toast. We have no, we have like we have a good, we have a great pilot episode. I I mean, no, I'm not saying it wasn't no, bad. No, no, I just no, wish no. that was just one thing. But I'm like, saying like once they start cliche. infusing some humor into it, that's where the slippery slope happens. And that's where we get mm. Batman with fucking jokes that no one wants. Oh god, that was terrible. That, it's ideas like that where that. it starts. So So how does he how does he does to get his power? Is it like come out of him or he draws it from anything else? And then he, he's like, it's well, it's a, it like, so he has it? his abilities in the comics and it could be different in the DCCW universe. We don't know. Uh, but his abilities, uh, he's electric generation and manipulation. So he can generate and manipulate it. We saw that in the episode, right? He exuded he's it. a metahuman. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. exuded it from his body, but he could also draw it away from different sources. How he turns off the lights, you know, kills the power or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Electric transportation, so I would assume something. I'm not a big Black Lightning fan. Jump, jump in, uh, he does that classic, turns himself into electricity, jumps. Yeah, like like um, like the the like like Gremlins two, Gremlins two. That's what he does. Uh, I was thinking more like Infamous, or or basically you're like yeah, yeah. No, well, doesn't Infamous surf on power lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He surfs on it. Um, that would be cool. That that'd be cool. I'll say this, so like there a lot of pimp stuff was done in it. Like when he's in like in the club and he's just like, I want to do things the right way and all the lights turn off. It's like oh so it was really cool. It's, too. it's so yeah, dope. It like off. like his eyes get all like like rated yeah. and stuff. It's like ah oh, yeah. so it's dope. just interesting to see what we could have had with a Luke Cage show if he had like really mastered his abilities, right? Because he's just like, All right, try to do this the nice way, and all of a sudden lights just turn off and they're like, What the fuck's going on? Yeah. And he's just <laughs> yeah. everyone. It's wonderful. And that's what I was and that's no what I was worried about. Like I was really worried we wouldn't see him do anything until mm. the end of the show. You know, where he's like, I don't want any trouble, I just want to get my yeah. daughter. And we see him do whatever. But no, that wasn't the case. He's like, All right, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna do shit. And then he was trying to be the good guy throughout it, then at the end he's like, You know what, fuck it, this is what I do and just roasting yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. You know? I and I do like how um God, the guy who runs like the 100 club, like the gang yeah. leader, mm-hmm. I love how he's like playing like both sides in the way. He's running like a youth center, but he's still like head in charge of the gang, pretty much like hardcore. Well, you yeah. gotta have a front, man. Always, yeah. But it's 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 good. It's like fantastic. It's, it your, it's your Lex Luthor. I'm a legitimate businessman. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm a hero of the community. He can also uh, generate force fields uh, to kind of finish off for you, Dave. He's an expert martial artist, Olympic level athlete, nice. and in peak physical condition. Nice. He's a scientist. Mm, I don't. I don't no, think he's, I ever, he's ever, a principal like, in the comics. Him. In year the year one comic, he came back as a principal. I don't. I don't know how he got his powers. Like I didn't follow the character that much. Like I've. I. I know I, I'm the one who's like fuck cyborg getting out of the way. Put black lightning in there. But I actually know very little about black lightning. <laughs> You, know, you, you literally know more about Cyborg. I literally know more about Cyborg than Black Lightning, but I like Black Lightning better, and I think this show proves why. And this Kingpin is pretty good, too. The uh, He's actually a West Coast rapper I was, yeah. I was researching. I was like, oh, wow. And he's, he's, he's pretty good. At first, I was like, oh, what do I make of this uh, albino Kingpin yeah. as uh, Adam put out in chat? Yeah. And uh, yeah, but towards the end, like he was like, oh, God, this guy means business. Like he, 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 he put dunk some guy in a piranha tank. He, that he, he was like gangster, dude. He, he he shot Lala with a harpoon. This guy likes aquatic stuff. <laughs> like, like also also a harpoon. Damn, that's 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 pretty gangster. Because like, where the hell do you get a harpoon from? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and it says, and then, it, yeah, it that just says like, a lot because a, a bullet could easily kill you, but a harpoon will maim you. Yeah, you know? and at that point, until he says so, he can drag you anywhere. And especially he was doing that, that whole dialogue as he was dragging him towards his desk. I was like, damn, that's yeah. gangster. That's crazy. Especially the fact that when, when Lala goes back, what happened to you, man? Oh, he shot me with a harpoon. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? We don't got harpoons around here. Where do you get a harpoon from? I don't know. Amazon. People get anything it's crazy. Yeah. Like, what? That's ridiculous. But yeah, he was he was an interesting uh, choice. He he looks he looks like he's going to be a formidable. Oh yeah, absolutely. Behind the scenes, he's, he's a better Lex yeah. Luthor than Lex Luthor was in the DC Extended Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. Uh, yeah. The only so do, you, yeah, do, real, so, so, real challenge yeah, there, right. Greg. Yeah. Uh, the the only thing I did not like about Black Lightning is his costume suit. Yes, it's exactly. And, and what's what's really frustrating to me is they showed a badass-looking suit that he used to rock on a table. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, put that on. Yeah. You have to be, like, like, like fucking if, Even the one he had Tron? on? Even the one he had on in, in, that, in that, like, surveillance, like, yeah. video. Oh, that, was, that one was, was so, cool. like, that wasn't the same that one. School. That was, like, his first-gen suit, you could tell, because it looks mm. like a hoodie that he just cut up with different colors and stuff. <laughs> it, was, it was great. And then he puts on this, like, I don't know, fucking yeah. Tron slash... Oh, fuck techno suit and it's just like and and i'll say like that's that's what turned me off from this originally because i saw the trailers and i saw the yeah. suit and i'm like uh i've never seen this character in a convention but i'm pretty sure cosplays cosplayers can do this better yeah yeah you know and that's what turned me off that's the only re- one of the main reasons why i didn't want to see this i'm like that costume looks yeah shit. and and yeah. to adam's point in chat um the suit will get better they've changed suits in arrow so many times they've changed it and they've changed it every season into the flash uh they even changed they change it in movies too like you you know you look at things like the avengers man nobody no no costume is safe that's not how they sell toys (laughs) so you know it's fine exactly and it's crazy too because like i guess i mean it's funny because you have concept artists who come up with these different ideas and then they're like oh that one looks pretty cool and then when it comes time to actually make it, I'm like, all right, let's make it a hard shell. All right, let's put neon lights yeah. on. It's like, wait, what? Hang on, hang on. Because like when, when the neon lights are off, like, like to towards like towards the end of the of the show, when he's he's like standing on the roof of the hotel, it actually looks pretty cool with like the lights off and it's like a hard shell thing. The light and like the light from the lamppost and the neon sign is reflecting off of him. I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. But with like the neon light on the lightning bolt, I'm like, that's too literal. Yeah. 
You know, like it's 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 really. I was okay. Black Lightning. He has. Uh, I'm like, I, I get what you're going for here, but like Greg said, the other suit, the Tron looking one, was a bit cooler. This hard shell one with this huge and the neon like like lightning much. things are huge. It's so it's just like he's this huge billboard walking yeah. around. And yeah, I, that, and you see him coming from literally a mile yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like that's the only thing that really turned me off, and the only thing I really like didn't like about this. I mean, his his character is is awesome. Absolutely. Like yeah. he's like he's just like this this educated, uh, uh, well positive figure in his community. Like, well respected like in a high school yeah. he's well respected like he's walking through the hallways he's like hey I didn't see you let me see that homework and they're like alright we'll do and like no tell one's me, like tell me you think of Stand By Me when you saw that like Mr. like what was his name like um Morgan Freeman's character. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Mr. oh absolutely. Carter, That's yeah. all I could think of. Like, oh my god, he's Mr. Carter. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, and I th- and I thought that was really cool, and especially when uh when uh the that gangster from the one hundred came to like you know like see his daughter because you know she met him at the club and she was talking to him. And I love how his daughters like are strong. They don't take any shit. Like look who their dad is. Like he taught them right. And she yeah. was just like, dude, like get out of here. You can't touch me. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, come with me. And like the older sister comes in and just like flips him. Yeah. And bodies just, him. His body's a guy. I was like, oh shit, black and these kids, what up? And then he comes out and he disarms this guy with words. Like, that was a cre- he didn't use his powers or his so martial good. arts. He would just talk this guy down. He was just like, really you're gonna, gonna fire and in front of a whole school. He was just he was just like, the cops are already called, they're on their way, and there's they'll shoot your black ass for fun. And he was just like, Oh yeah. <laughs> that and then thing. the guy does He's that like, oh. classic super villain. You haven't heard the last of me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. I He's it. like, this ain't over. No more love. Oh <laughs> I'll be back. It's like, this no. is like a good, a good reason why we don't have superpowers. Because like, if I was in that position, I just would have like subtly zapped him like through the ground and just like, oh hell yeah, that dude. Problem solved. Get that that Snoke foot yeah, stomp. Like, just get that out of there. <laughs> It's like, oh, oh God, yeah. he's having a seizure. He's having a seizure. Quick, someone help him. <laughs> yeah. Someone help. I don't know what's happening. You're just electrocuting shit. I'm yeah, messing with my daughter. That's what you get. Your heart stops. He's seizuring so hard, he's starting to smoke. <laughs> and, uh, and oh, man, I don't know, like, who's who's writing this. Um, I read, the, like, I did hear about the front writers. I think I think it's, like, a husband and wife who oh, are, nice. who oh, are nice. writing this or something like that. And uh, But, oh, man, it's so That's real. Great. The writing is good. Like, the dialogue is yeah. good. Like, the dialogue between the two sisters alone is so real. Because uh, usually in any show or movie, when you have, like, this portrayal of younger people, they don't, they talk like what older people think younger people right. talk like. Yeah. And these two are real. And they actually feel like a family. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it's it's so crazy. And that's hard and that's a hard thing to do with acting. I mean, did, did like do they spend time with each other off offset or before? Are they the an shoot? actual family? <laughs> yeah, they like an actual like I felt like those two were sisters, yeah. the way they act with each other and uh, you know, the the, the the way the father was with them. Like I was like, damn, they feel like a real family. I actually feel that connection. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, so, Casey, what 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 did you what do you think? What was your impression about the show? Oh, it's fine, but it's not good enough. Where I'm gonna keep. No, going I'm, with I'm it. totally keeping. I'm gonna keep going with it. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna commit to one CW show and not watch the rest. Yeah, because when those me. those I'm either all those, in when or... those team ups happen, you're gonna be left right in the dust. Or or I listen. I missed I missed Earth X, and I'm I'm still okay with. You being... could probably watch <laughs> Earth X and not watch anything else. Probably because yeah. the Ray's in it. It's cool. He's in it. He flies around. He zips around. Uh, don't be left in the dark, Casey. Because he's a lightning. He's got, yeah. um, I get it. No, I get the, it. The uh, special effects in this are, are, like, sometimes they're all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it they're ranges. about as good as they're going to get. I'm just going to put yeah. it that way. Um, let's jump ship right over to Itanya real quick. Yeah. Um, I actually, yeah. This, I was, wasn't even going to see this. And this was a date night with me and Emily. 
and ah. it was interesting because I didn't know anything about it going in. So I'm watching it and I'm like, is that Margot Robbie? Is that, <laughs> is that Sebastian? Yeah. Stan? And she looks she looks just like the real yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. It's I was like, I was like is that Winter Soldier? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that that was incredible because like Winter we, we have Sebastian Stan. More He's like winter, winter wife beater. Yeah. Right? Probably like probably the, the most like like craziest looking like character in like the Avengers goes toe toe with go, goes toe toe with the captain. And in this, he's a Napoleon Dynamite looking yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. And you believe it. Yeah. You actually believe he's this guy with the mustache and just the way he talks and you know, it just seems like a, <laughs> a weakling. It's like you 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 believe these characters. You believe these is this is who they are. Like Margot Robbie, I thought was Incredible. Oh, yeah. God, she was brilliant. Except when they figure you know? skate, and then you can see the green screen. Yeah, no, she, no she, she, she actually did a lot you, of that. You can a see lot of it the actually, green yeah. screen in the slow motion. Is you, like, get out of here. Like, yeah. You can. Yeah, like, the you triple can, action, she did not she, do, she did a lot of right? it. Right, obviously. Of course But, not. like, it wasn't yeah. even well. Like, that's one thing that. So, this movie is okay for me. Like, I didn't even It was well acted. I didn't at all, yeah. This movie, super well acted. Phenomenal. Yeah. Right, um, Allison Janney killed it as the mom. Fucking annihilated. Mm, oh God, it. that was. It I think. I, th- I think she actually won an award her, for for this. Yeah. Dude, her scowl. She oh, had this amazing oh scowl God. the entire movie. So good. And it's like this, this. She's a bitch. She she is probably one of the most underrated and best actresses in Hollywood right now. And just her just her range Big alone. Time. Like, uh, for those of you who think she might look familiar, Ten Things They Hate About You, The Guidance Counselor, West Wing. She was the main character in there. Like she's, she can play all these characters. She can play good. She can play bad, whatever. Um, How do you guys think Tanya's Tanya Harding's story was handled in this movie? I I think it was great. And, uh, and Tanya Harding comments said that, that, that she liked it too. I didn't think like I, I had, I, like we, I vaguely knew, her story, because you know, just like growing up in the '90s and stuff, but I didn't know it was it was like this. And I didn't I didn't think I didn't think anything of this movie uh, going into it. But it was it was really it was really damn yeah. good. The story of a story of a figure skater could be this damn good. And uh, and I, I think the portrayal was was really good. And Tanya Hardy said that she liked this one thing uh, that they added in, like uh, towards the beginning of the movie, um, uh, where where Tanya Harding is really trying to impress the judges, and she's just like, you know, like what's going on? What do I have to do for for you guys to like? Just give me my damn score. Like I'm, I'm killing it out there, you know. And 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 the female judge is just like, well, you know, blah blah. She's basically telling her it's not about the skating; it's about your character. You can't really represent us. And she's like, I'm landing everything out there. What's like the It's like Miss America. It's not whoever's the most beautiful. It, it's like you have to have this wholesome. Life. Yeah, and and I want to save yeah. the world. <laughs> and 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 Tony Harding said she liked the part where 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 they wrote in, oh, like oh, but like what's what's it gonna take for me to I'm landing everything out there? Whoa, blah blah. And she goes. Suck my yeah. dick. Tony Harding was like, I didn't say that, but I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really good. Later. She's like, I didn't say that, but I wish I did. I was like, that's so good. So she actually liked the performance, and Margot Robbie killed yeah. it. Like, she has such range, which makes you look at Suicide Squad like, like why would you do that to your career? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. This just, just goes back to, like, writing and direction. Yeah. A good writer, like, a, a good director. Like, she 
absolutely ki- she was so captivating in in this movie oh, like it was yeah. really freaking yeah good. she was great yeah. uh sebastian stan did a, a great job oh god sebastian stan like, was like, just a completely different like i've only ever seen him in like the chiseled jaw good looking dude kind of thing <laughs> like even with bucky when he's got the mask on it's like you know he's a good looking dude you can see right through that i haven't i haven't seen i haven't seen him in a lot of things to be honest i know that guy's yeah. fucking handsome <laughs> um <laughs> But like in this, it's just like, all right, like I believe this stuff like that. The the direction is really cool in this too. Just how they managed to show two different point of views of the same relationship. Oh yes, really fucking cool. Um, and you don't really see that a lot in these no, biopics, or, not at or, all. Or, or 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 done this well in general when they're showing different perspectives. Yeah. I thought it was really cool, and they put it out there in the front of the movie. Like this is. Uh, accountings from different people how it really happened how it didn't really happen but sort of what happened like to let you know this is like this is like everyone's story yeah. of what happened with 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 tanya harding the nancy kerrigan yeah. thing and, and just tanya harding's life and i love the way they they told it even when they like well, like split screen like uh like tanya harding margot robbie and sebastian stan's character where they were like they're like i didn't do that he did that yeah. <laughs> or at the same time they were like yeah that went down yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, sorry, and the mom, the mom is just like, oh, the way she tells it, you think I was the worst mother in the world. And then it like, and then it like cuts on her to cigarette. her slapping or like doing something really shitty. And you're like, what? Really shitty. Like, I'm, she appreciated it. I don't know, like how she justifies was, her actions to herself. Super interesting. Yeah. Or, or, or even when they reject like expedition as a scene was what's going on. Like like uh, when 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 Tanya first got married, like like to to that dude, and she's like, oh, he was great and stuff, blah blah blah. And and then and you see them arguing, fighting, running through the house, and he slams her against a mirror, and the, and then she goes, but he beat the shit out of me. And it was like her character talking. See, it's like, oh, that's I interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. Like like mm. that's like it's like something out of a Wes Anderson movie. It, no, that's out of a Scorsese movie, straight. On like that's that all the times that she talked into the camera or something like that. Any, any of the characters well, it, they did it's that. It's Scorsese too. Scorsese. Like everyone like does that, right? But it, it just was such a departure from that interview style, and it caught me off guard at first. And I at first I yeah. was like, all right, let me see if I, they do it again, and they did. And I, I just don't know how I felt about it because mm. like I right like I don't hate it. I'm still kind of like debating it in my mind. But it was just kind of one of the things where I was like, yeah, it, like maybe it could have been done better and differently. I don't know. Um, I I, just, I think I also do love when like biopics are done in an interview style. And what was really yeah. cool is they could have copped out and have interviewed the actual people and then right. gone through and done like a reenactment, like unsolved mystery style. Right. Uh, but they didn't. Everyone stayed in character. They kind of kept it the same. They had like the the. Well, it's also pretty far from an unsolved mystery. Fair. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> so, but, like, they could have kept that. I don't know. I think Nancy Kerrigan might no. be the one. <laughs> um, but, like, it, it was interesting, like, even the small details when they're interviewing, the lighting's pretty shitty on the interviews. Like, you know, it's obviously right. done by an oh, amateur crew. And then the movie itself, when they're talking, is, is fairly well polished and has a good, like, feel to it. Like, those small details, I super appreciated. I enjoyed um, I just this movie for me out of five stars like three and a half. Whoa. Wow, yeah. really? What? Wow, whoa! Mostly because three and a half is just how well done the movie is. This isn't my cup of tea in a movie presentation. Um, I don't like Wes Anderson movies at all. Zero percent. They all get zero, mm-hmm. not zero. Two out of five. They have beginning, middle, end. I give them a two out of five because it's just okay. not my bag. 
Like I, mm-hmm. I see the craftsmanship in it. I respect it. I just don't enjoy it. And because there were shades of that in this, it just kind of was like, yeah, like I saw it. Glad I saw it. Won't watch it again. And that I don't know. I oh, didn't wow. Get like yeah. Wes I'm, Anderson. I'm, I didn't get like a Wes Anderson feel out of this at all. Like it did not feel like anything. Oh, like, it, the, well, it was because when Wes Anderson like has a very, very st- distinct look when he does like these interesting camera angles. No one does. He plays always like hipster music, you know, mm-hmm. has to take it takes place somewhere in the fucking like Middle East, you know, or like somewhere else. But like at least recently, um, but they all have like a certain type of look. I, I, I think I'm, I'm thinking more of like, like the humor that. behind it. Very dry. Yeah, there, there's the cutaways. Yeah. There's a lot of things with the interview style, the the way they change locations and have the you know, the white text just pop up. Yeah. And dates. I don't know. There was just something that that made me feel like I was watching a similar a movie in a similar yeah. vein. I don't know because I got like yeah. I got like, I mean probably because the way they were acting and like certain the cutaways, I got more of like. And I'll bring it up. Like I felt like I was watching a a, a beginning Scorsese movie no, to the most no. degrees. You know. Wow. Like, I really, that's what I felt like I was watching. Because the parts that were funny were, like, not kind of, like, thrown in. They are actually kind of funny. And then what makes it funny is it, it was fucking true. Like, the two guys oh, yeah. were bumbling idiots. The biggest boobs. <laughs> in real life. That's what made it fantastic. It wasn't written that way. They were really that dumb. You know? Like, the guy spent, what was it, 30 minutes in the parking lot and moved his car every five Multiple minutes. Multiple to not be suspicious. Yeah. To, to not be suspicious. <laughs> and then it was in the wrong fucking yeah. arena. Like... I- and they were using their, their, like, their, like, Visa cards and credit cards to get around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. And, like, he didn't... Next time you put out a hit, don't put it on Visa. <laughs> and, like, they didn't, he didn't know how to get out of the arena, so he headbutts his way out of there. Come on. Like, yeah. So was, wonderfully stupid. And, again, but it was true. Yeah. Or the or the guy, her, like, her bodyguard, what was his name, Sean or whatever? Like, that was even funnier. He was, like, trying to be an international man of mystery and, like... But you're, but you're not. But, but and, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, like I've been called that where uh there's like a what do you see like a hotel a magazine, magazine or something and like every time he was on screen I couldn't help but laugh oh hell he just, yeah he just looked funny but again it's what what made it fantastic was it was true yeah. he really was that delusional he really was yeah like, that like the, the, there's that interview they showed at the end where you're like oh this guy's actually like this by the way. Like yeah. it's so like he, he also like he's out of breath or like he hit, there's like a piece of, Every, there's like a piece of like like nacho cheese that's stuck in his gullet yeah. or something he's just like oh. I can't tell you how much I love those credits because mm-hmm. it shows you how perfect everybody's acting yeah. was yes. yeah and it looked just like him and uh and what 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 sold me like through most of this movie was not only like how Margot Robbie just became this character but certain scenes where. Like towards the end, where she's like smiling into like the um, the mirror. Oh my but god! But she's bawling at the same time. You could see it behind her, like her life yeah. is ending. Yeah. But she's still trying to smile, you know. And um, it's and like when her lace broke, and they're trying to fix the lace in the hallway, and you can see she's, she's nervous. She's like out, grabbing yeah. her hand. She's doing oh, this. Man. And it's like I got nervous. Acting. You know, I yes. know how the story. Yes. I know how the story ends. We all know how the story ends. I still got nervous. That's how like got such a good performance she put in mm-hmm. through this. Yes. Like, green screen aside and stuff like that. What what the performance for me is what made this movie fantastic. And like you forget that these were actors. You feel like you're actually watching like like I forget that I was watching Winter Soldier. I forgot I was watching Harley Quinn. Like I'm watching like these actors like just do a a, a phenomenal performance. Yeah. And and that's a I'm, and that's a, I'm glad you watched them and did and realized they weren't one of the <laughs> 
No, no, seriously, because because like uh, no, I, I get what Dave says because you see Margot Robbie in, in certain movies and it's just like. Eh, you know, and I guess it depends on the writer and director. Yeah. Like, I thought she was good in Wolf of Wall Street. She was good here. Ah, Harley Quinn, eh, whatever. Um, but, 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 yeah. Like, I, I, like, like Dave said, like, I got nervous too. And like, and you know how the story ends. But like, you're like, oh god, is she gonna make it? It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know how this ends. <laughs> but like, in that moment, you totally forget because you buy yeah, yeah. into it. And someone's yeah. definitely gonna make a poster of 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 that moment in the end where she's putting on the makeup in the mirror and that single tear comes out, but she's like smiling where her face is about to break. Like that, that like that's it's just it's like something out of Psycho or whatever. Yeah. But but it goes to show like what she's grown through. Like she has to put that on for them, but inside she's like completely shattered and broken, and she's just like my skate. Like I I, I felt so. Oh much. my she's god! Like, laser, like, that, I was like, oh god! That was such a heartbreaking scene because it's oh. like she just comes up and she's like, my skate. I broke my skate, and it's like again, we all know the story. We've seen it. We all watched when she did that. We're all like seven or eight, but we all remember it. Yeah, and you felt bad for her you make she makes you feel bad for tanya harding you know mm-hmm. and for like decades she was painted as like america's like monster for the longest time but yeah you feel really bad it's oh, like she's um, she's america's sweetheart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrible and uh but but yeah like I, I would definitely give this like out of five like like, like a four or like a 4.5 yeah. i thought the acting was phenomenal i did get that wes anderson vibe and i, I really like wes anderson movies like just like uh boulevard gaming and chat like the, the life aquatic was great uh the darjeeling <laughs> limited i thought i thought the darjeeling limited was was so damn charming you got owen wilson you got um what's his name uh the guy from the penis uh a uh adrian brody you say oh, penis yeah. or yeah. pianist penis penis, penis. Yeah, frog pianist. protection. Pianist. A yeah, pianist. Frog pianist. A piano. A guy who plays a piano. <laughs> piano player. And, Trying to uh, class it up here. Stop saying yeah. penis. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. J- J- Jason Schwartzman and, uh, yeah, like R- R- Roman Coppola. And it was, I thought it was really good. And, like, some of these other movies, too, like the, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Like, I, 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 like, I like those kind of movies. Like, they're really you know what? interesting. Maybe- and and there's, even, there's even a subreddit of, like, Wes Anderson stuff and people who take photos around the world, but they look like it was shot by Wes Anderson. And, like, they're the most you know, interesting photos, like, you've ever seen. You know, maybe that's why, like, I didn't get the whole Wes Anderson feel and I actually enjoy this movie because I, I, I also enjoy Wes Anderson movies also. You know, like... My favorite is still Rushmore. It is still my nice. favorite out of all of them. Just because it was just, you know, Bill Murray at his best when he had his, like, renaissance pretty much, you know? And it's just, well, not his best, but in his, like, 90s renaissance. So that's probably why I liked it a bit also. Like, I didn't catch, like, those vibes because it just felt good watching it. It, mm-hmm. it was like I inhaled my popcorn within the first half hour. I didn't even realize it, <laughs> yeah. you know? And it was a, one of those big, like, drums. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm out. Fuck. Yeah. So, we, we finished ours. Before the movie started, we were very hungry, very very hungry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, as, as as a biopic, like uh, I went in not expecting anything, yeah. and I was like I was like, oh, why is this called I Tanya? That's kind of a weird weird thing to say. I Robot. But, yeah, right. But but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the production was great, especially when they're doing the interviews. It's like the, the, that four by three aspect of the nineties, like yeah. like yeah. the regular movies and like the regular. It's like, got the three. tracking. Yeah, yeah it's got the yeah. That's <laughs> so good. Oh my god, I love that! And just all the stuff from the '90s, like you know, since grew up in the '90s, I was just like, oh man, just like the, the look of everything, like the uh, the clothes, the way people were dressing, the hair. I was just like, oh man, look at that! That's so great. They got it down pat, you know. 
like and then the characters oh man all the characters are so crazy especially like when you got like sebastian stanamog robbie just like hashing it out in the house or like it's like like she's like kneeing him in the nuts and she he's like throwing her down and you're like oh god you feel for that you feel yeah. for them you forget like they're acting for 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 a second and you're like oh my god he's like beating the crap out of here but at the same time she's also beating the crap out of him and it's just like run girl don't and then she goes back to him you're like no what are you doing What's wrong with you? And she even says, she's just like, and I ended up back there. <laughs> like, there because I always again. thought I did something wrong. It was my fault. And in your head, you're like, no, no, yeah. it's not your fault. Get yeah. out of there. Yeah, that whole abusive, because right? she's been abused yeah. by her mother her whole yeah. life. So she was like, thought, and her dad was just like, oh, like, I'm out of here. Get away from the car now. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. This is the story. Oh, man. And like, everyone just like gave her shit her entire life. It's so crazy. Yeah. And again, you can almost see why the, it went the way it went. You know, yeah. I mean, whether or not she herself had something to do with it, whether or not she's planet, that's still hearsay nowadays. But you can still see, you know, why it went down the way it went down. You know, I enjoyed it. I'll give yeah. it like a four, a four, four and a half. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. Same for me. It was just a very high quality movie. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have seen it if it didn't get as many accolades yeah. as it did and people weren't yeah. talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will tell you, it does make me want to get back on the ice. Wait. Again. You can uh, ice skate. You can, ice skate. You can figure really? skate, Casey. You can triple mm-hmm. axel. No, no, he can quadruple axel. This is oh. TV's Casey over here. What kind of fruit fruit <laughs> dress do you wear? Is it uh, is it frilly? Is it, is it uh, teal? What are you talking about? It's just it's, it's just it's my home, rogue. It's costume. homemade. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, his, it's his skin color. He's out there on the ice. Building. He's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Stupid sexy Stupid Casey. Stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> Buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid sexy Casey. <laughs> Speaking of... You know, it's funny. Like, Oh, my bad. Go on. Nope. Yeah. We got our... We are, it's getting to be about that time. Oh. And I was going to say, speaking of Everyone? sexy Casey, it's time for the secret question. <laughs> So tonight we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. We talked about some current events. We talked about Black Lightning. And we even uh, touched upon the new critically acclaimed 4.5 out of 5 stars. Bad Cody Funky official review movie, <laughs> I, Tanya. Um, the secret question last week was geared more towards the first subject. So this one I want to gear more towards I, Tanya, our second subject. Um, if you could have a biopic about any of your your favorite figures in history at all period but with this kind of like slight of a comedic hint to it and a perspective shift who would it be and who would play that Ooh. and we'll we'll give you a a couple minutes to think about it and let the chat think about it too because this is kind of one of the more convoluted questions uh but i definitely wanted to, to touch upon it um and while we're kind of waiting too, I just want to give huge shout outs to uh, in the chat tonight. If Again, if you're listening to this and you're wondering how you can participate in chat, we do this live yeah. every Thursday night at twitch.tv slash badcodyfunky. We start up at 10 p.m. Um, go ahead, make yourself a Twitch account. Come on in, join the chat. It's a great time. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you can hook that right in if you want. Get some free games, free bonuses. Maybe shoot us a little couple bucks for free. No additional cost to you. That's up to you. Just want to give you guys that heads up. Now that I've officially done a commercial, let's see. Oh, man, everyone's being so still. 
Medusa's gaze has caught upon everyone. <laughs> Sergio is being the most active right now. So we're going to go ahead and go over to him. Hmm. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. Oh, man. I, I, was, I was thinking, uh, oh, man. Uh, uh, okay, so so I'm torn between this question because, like, biopic, but then, like, some humor in it. Uh, I don't know if like, you really want to check humor in it. But, but like, uh, I really I really would like, uh, like, a biopic on, on, on like, a, some figure in ancient Egypt. Like, I'm really fascinated by, by ancient Egypt. Like, maybe leading up to um, maybe the, 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 the death of King mm. Tut or something. Because, like, we're still, like, finding some stuff out about him. It's really crazy. But uh, it'd be cool if, if they if they get that going. But um, I think for for modern day times, um, <laughs> it, it would be interesting. Uh, I think for um, I'm stalling. You're definitely <laughs> so. While you're stalling from the chat, we have uh, Boulevard Gaming, who's one of our moderators, Bebo, uh, friend friend of the podcast, Bebo, uh, saying George Carlin played by Jim Carrey, which is a pretty good pick. I Ooh, would I would take it a step further, and I would say George Carlin played by Kevin Smith. Because they were actually like BFFs Ooh. in real life. Mm. I don't know if they're BFFs. They're friends. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, first rule of the road. But Sergio, we've solved enough. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would like to see a biopic uh, done, and it has to be translated about uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the greatest soccer players in the world. Oh, you um, called it soccer. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah for, for for our crowd like you know i mean but for for our listeners in france because like we have a lot of listeners from, from france apparently so yeah numbers, so they say uh, say yeah yeah i mean if, if i say from, like, yeah. What? but uh yeah i mean i i think i think it'll be pretty interesting because um he he has he, he has a pretty interesting story of like how he was he doesn't come from a rich family like that like like football soccer is like all they had yeah like, yeah pretty much all they had and like and he he tried and he became like the biggest player in the world he makes crazy amounts of stupid money stupid amounts of money but uh yeah like his i like to see like his upbringing like the the way like his his family struggled like you know the the the, the shot of him just like going for 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 the sport and him like actually making it actually being like really freaking good that other good players are just like like yo whenever you play up against that guy in the field it's like it's ridiculous it's like a wizard like you have no idea where he's going you have no idea what he's going to do but but he gets it like i think it would be good if they do it like really good if you get a really good director really good uh a screenwriter like really good um like like screenplay and, and, and you know really like some like a really good cinematographer you know just just showing this this like this poor family coming up and then like this guy just like just coming into like the apex of the entire world like like he is who every like football soccer player like wants to be pretty much that that are like messy mm-hmm. and you can do like, i guess you can do a messy one too for all you messy fans but like unarguably like he it's it's like he wins um the balloon or which is like like the like the pinnacle uh award for soccer football players uh and it's between like him and Messi like every year but it's like guaranteed him like every year it's like who's the best greatest player in the world we're gonna get this award to somebody it's gonna be Ronaldo so I think like a really good biopic on him would be pretty sweet Dave Hmm. Chris Farley Ooh, I would love to see a biopic on Chris Farley um between two actors that's because they're they're starting to look like him um now more than ever oh god Kevin Hefferman he played Farva in Super Troopers (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll read a big guy, you know, he, he could fit it. Or, because he's getting big in age and he looks like him more now, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, put, what? Put 60 pounds on him. Like, if you look at him now, he just can't, he's starting to kind of look at him, but that'd be the... Mm, either odd. way. Oh, yeah, I'm not odd. seeing that at all. 
Also, so that'd be a like, lot of weight yeah. for him to put on. Like dangerous, dangerous amount. Well, here's of the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it if if Farva does it, it'll be more of a funny movie than a biopic. Oh if yeah. Anything. If DiCaprio does it, we'll be able to see the pain. I feel like you're just typecasting Leo, through. though, at this point. It's a movie about someone. Clearly, Leonardo DiCaprio has to be in it. No, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just. I was trying to think of a good yeah. actor that could portray like Chris Farley in like the pain he went yeah. through, the loneliness he had, the drug addiction, like how he fucking died. You know, like in all the addictions he had and the vices he had and the things he went through. Like he would be a good actor for it. Okay. Um, you know, but I mean. Who doesn't love Chris Farley? Who would, who would so, not see that? Especially people so from our generation. It would have to be a fat suit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take it a step further for you because I'm just curious to see who you choose for this next. Who would play David Spade? I was thinking that. I, I was know. fucking thinking that. And David Spade plays David Spade because he has nothing to do. No, he's, in, he's in that new show, <laughs> um, The Mayor. Is that what it's called? Where like... Yeah, so no, no, no. It's, it's, it's no a, David Spade's dude. It's a good dude. Show. He, and he, he's a it's pimp. A yeah? He's always like... I like it. And he's always hooking up with a model, hooking up with a Playboy yeah. bunny. Like, David Spade's like, make fun of him all you want, but he gets more tail than a fucking, like, toilet seat. No, so. he's he's in this show now where, uh, I don't remember, I think it's on Fox or something, I don't remember. What's the show called? The, the, called the, the mayor? mayor? It's, uh, so the this kid runs for mayor, and he does it just to sell his mixtape, sell more copies of his mixtape, and then he actually gets elected, <laughs> because he's just, like, he's speaking <laughs> from the heart, and everyone's like, yeah, I like what you're saying. So now he's mayor, and it's him and his bonehead friends are, like, Trying to be mayor, um, and what's her name? Oh, that sounds. That sounds, that it's, sounds like it's fun. a good show. Um, the Yvette Nicole Brown is that her name from from Community? Oh, right? Nice. That's her name. What? She plays yeah, his mom. Yeah, that's, she plays yeah, that's his her. mom. And she's <laughs> that's incredible. Awesome. She's super sassy. Oh, she, she's yeah, really like, good. Like, it, it, like yeah. I definitely recommend it. And in, in terms of like the um, like the Muggle shows, like I definitely highly recommend it. It's really cool. <laughs> Surely from yeah, Community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Casey. All right, mine is probably Stanley. No surprise, but it's actually an yeah, of course. Well, it's, it's not just Stanley, but it's Stanley okay. and Jack Kirby. Okay. Ooh. So, ooh, there's a there's a book called Marvel Comics: The Untold Aren't, Story. Aren't by, they uh, making Sean this? Howe that I think they're making I don't know. this. But anyway, go. I've heard yeah, rumors. I they were, about yeah, it. I've heard rumors about it for years, but I've never. If it's come across my desk, <laughs> your recently, desk, I haven't seen it. Look, either way, this is the only documentary about. Two people I think yep. I would really care about. Um, the dynamic between Stan and pretty much everybody he worked with, it completely varies from person to person. So it's so hard to get an account of if this guy is really a creative genius or if he's a hack who stole the best ideas from sure. all of his artists. And, you know, depending on who you're a bigger fan of, if you like all of Jack Kirby's work, you think that Stan is this leech. But if you really like Stan... You think Stan is this guy who just made the most out of the people he worked with, mm, right? You know, there's no there's no better promoter in comics than Stan Lee, and there's probably nobody with individually greater ideas that changed the face of comic books as we know it in the 1960s than Jack Kirby. Um, I mean, the guy created Captain America, the Silver Surfer, mostly every Marvel property that exists that isn't Spider Man. Yeah. So it's a lot. Uh, as far as casting goes, I have no idea who I would cast as Jack. Uh, it would have to be somebody who's probably a little older, like maybe in their 50s, because he was a fair bit older than Stan when they were working together. Um, but my ideal casting for Stan Lee is Ryan Gosling. Hmm, really? Oh, that's not, I that's think not bad. You, I think if you slap those big 
sunglasses on Ryan Gosling. Um, um Casey, like look in, up like in American Graffiti. Uh, look, up, Graffiti. look up Blue Hustle. Valentine right now. Look it up. He looks now that you mention it, he does have the look. Everyone who's like listening, look up Blue Valentine, look at Ryan Gosling's character in that. He looks like him when he's like older. Oh my god. <laughs> he does. Doesn't he? I mean he's got the the pipe and everything. It would be like a cigar, but oh man. Yeah, you're right. He could he would do it. He'd be able to pull I it think off. He, Whoa. I think he could pull off a really great young Stanley or youngish yeah. Stanley. Stanley in his forties. Um But done just like this with with interviews and, you know, seeing the falling out between the two of them in the late sixties and then they kind of come back together in the seventies before they break it off entirely again. It's it's really incredible. It's one of, it's probably the only story about a comic book professional that's worth doing. Yeah. Uh, and if you're ever if there's ever a time to do it, it's now when the cinematic universe is at its peak and people are getting more and more interested in comic books as the day is long. Um, you know, instead of just teaching us about the characters, show us where they came from and who made the them, how overly they were com- yeah, the complicated lives of basically the two men that did it all. Also, you know who could play Jack Kirby? A really, a really good choice. A- Anthony uh, Hopkins. He's yeah. too old. He's I thought you were going to say Eddie Murphy. What? Too old? Anthony Hopkins is like 80 years old. Oh, oh, oh you mean like when they're young? That you want them to be like, I'm, I'm talking yeah. like when they're older, like in the movie. No, like when this, they, is when a, this, is a, this is a period piece of them, Anthony I'm going to say, like between between 1962 and 1975. Is there a photo of uh, Jack Kirby when, when he was that young? I mean, there has to be, right? Yeah, you can Google it. Yeah, let's look it up right now. See, let's see if we can figure right. this out. I mean, there was talk of, like, Joe Pesci playing him in a movie. Joe Pesci. And Joe Pesci's pretty old, but I think that it kind of works. Um, oh, Harvey Keitel. Hmm. Ooh. Harvey Keitel can do a, a, a grizzled a grizzled old guy, for sure. And I think he could he could nail Jack's yeah. rough, yeah, I see it. personality. Yeah. I see Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel gets to pull that off. I could do Harvey Wow, Keitel, yeah, that's the, yeah, Godwin. wow, yeah. Yes, I'm looking at uh, young Stan photos of Jack. Jack. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good pick. Good job, Casey. Holy shit. That's, that's all I got. That's my secret question. That's going to be the first Backhandy Funky movie. Watch, you'll see it. It'll happen. <laughs> we'll produce it. We'll make it. Don't know how, but we'll do it, guys. The BCF, BCF pictures. pictures. It'll be shot on all of our phones. BC Films. And it will somehow... How about, how about you, me? That's This is a very, very good question. Um... I would like to paint the picture for you a little bit. Uh, we're in the mean streets of Boston. Oh, God. Back. In- Swear to God, if you're saying that, <laughs> I'm going to teabag you from like 80 miles okay. away. We're in. Um, where is Keanu Reeves from? <laughs> I have a second if you need Just a stall. Stop. I have, I have a second. And say you you're doing a Mark no, Hamill movie. Uh, I would actually. Um, I would like to see a um, George Lucas one, but like more, Ooh. not about his life, but like what was going on at different, when all the different Star Wars movies came out, what was he doing and have oh, it like yeah. jump around through time. And we just have to kind of fill in the blanks in our mind. I think that would be really fucking cool. It, it's like, it's like poetry. <laughs> you know, like, uh, it's like, <laughs> as to who would play him. Oh my God! Who is going to play George? I have no fucking idea. That's that's a very oh, very good, good question. Um, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Oh Seth. God. Mm, not bad. Actually, you know what? No, he, he could do it. He could. Yeah. I mean, he played a good Steve Wozniak. So. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of just staring at his picture right now, and I honestly like this one picture where he kind of looks like Mel Gibson. 
Just like a fatter Mel Gibson with the hair and stuff. <laughs> okay, you guys might like this. In April of 2017, Mark Hamill said he would love to play George Lucas in a biopic. Well, there you go. That's my answer. Then. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. That's, That's great. If anyone, if anyone would know how he was during yeah. those movies. It it would be Mark Dude, Hamill. Absolutely. Jonah Hill. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a good suggestion. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah, and if you've oh, and if Jonah you've Hill. ever seen if you've ever seen Mark talk about his experiences on set, he does the greatest impressions of everyone he's ever worked. Oh with. yeah, his Harrison, his Harrison Ford impression might be the best to ever exist. So, so good. Um, if it was like if if I'm wanted to cast modern day George Lucas, I would say Richard Dreyfus would be. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Jonah yeah. Hill maybe like. It, it, does young. george get eaten by a shark <laughs> i mean he does need a bigger boat I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that much right now um i would say like when you're jumping back and forth so i agree with bebo i'm gonna, just gonna take his jonah hill i think would be great um but also <laughs> jumping forward like maybe richard dreyfus or something like that just to kind of off put it because we're gonna be jumping through time um uh, and with that, that's officially all the time that we have for tonight. This has been issue number 129. Um, I, I wanted, again, just thank everyone for hanging out with us tonight. We had a, a really good follow-up. We had Ocon showing up. We had Boulevard Gaming. We had Adam. We had, I think we had some more people. Up and Adam. I, saw. I don't know. I might be crazy. I'm probably crazy. Um, and everyone sitting there in lurk mode, just kind of tuning in, hanging out. We super appreciate it. Uh, remember to go ahead and follow us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram. You can find the podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Our Heart Radio. We submitted to Spotify, so hopefully that comes through soon. Uh, we are literally trying to get anywhere. If you have a podcast app there, we want to be there. That's what that's that's Yar. our goal in life right now. Um, thanks, everyone who left rating, all the new listeners that we have. Super appreciate you guys. Um, I also I did just want to take a, a quick moment to recognize everyone that comes through each and every week and supports the podcast. Uh, we yeah. super wouldn't be doing it without you guys coming in, um, helping me out with the secret question, helping all the guys out with the secret question, uh, even just saying hi and really participating and and you know really becoming part of this community that we really want to build. So thanks a lot. We really really appreciate it. Um, with that being said, we will see you next time, or we will see you another time. We love you, Twitch.tv. Good night. <laughs>